Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include exciting LPA submissions, my interview with PRMG's Kevin Peranio and Truve's Richard Greaser on verification across income, employment, assets, and insurance, and why there's more selling than buying going on in the bond markets. Thanks to this week's podcast sponsor, Truve. Truve lets applicants verify income, employment, assets, insurance, and switch direct deposits. Unlock the open power of finance with Truve. Did someone say National Margarita Day? I guess I just did. It's splendid timing, especially as vendors and lenders contemplate a rate and volume environment that may not change much for months, and compensation and personnel adjustments continue. In 2023, the United States was the leading recipient of Mexico's tequila exports, importing 84.8 million gallons of tequila from south of the border. This has nothing to do with residential lending, other than plenty of folks in our biz enjoy a tasty margarita. Okay, but back to mortgages. Generation Z is on the move and eager to replace millennials as the largest generational mortgage buying population. In his latest customer experience tip, Stratmore Group Customer Experience Director Mike Seminari explains that the buying behaviors of Gen Z are different than what current mortgage lenders are used to seeing. For the article, The Next Mortgage Frontier, Attracting and Engaging Gen Z, for tips from Mr. Seminari and Active Complies Ali Cardi on how to engage with the next wave of generational borrowers and get an edge on the competition, as well as the latest employment opportunities and lender and vendor products and services, visit robchrisman.com. And before I go, I should say that Freddie Mac spread the word that later this year, they will start requiring LPA submissions to include trended credit data, expanded credit information reflecting historical trade line data such as balances, scheduled payments, and actual payments reported for each month over an extended period of time. Inclusion of this data will allow LPA to perform a more robust risk assessment. While there should be minimal preparation work for you on this, Freddie does encourage you to begin working with your credit reporting companies and technical affiliates to prepare for this change. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome to the show PRMG's Kevin Peranio and Truve's Richard Greaser to talk about verifications across income, employment, assets, and insurance. Kevin Peranio, or KP, is Chief Lending Officer for PRMG, or Paramount Residential Mortgage Group, as if we didn't have enough acronyms in this industry where he oversees every facet of PRMG's loan process, with a focus on customer satisfaction and quality control. Prior to this role, he served as a regional manager at First Magnus Financial from 2001 to 2007, and then as the chief operating officer at North Star Lending from 2007 to 2010. Mr. Greaser comes from Sales Boomerang, came from Sales Boomerang before joining Truve, And at both places, he's built a successful marketing department from the ground up and worked to promote product and partnerships throughout the industry. I want to talk about some of Truve's clients. And if you could kind of set the stage for us about why you think clients are are best to kind of tell the story here uh, so that we can can, uh, give them a sense of what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Truve's been making a lot of headlines and hitting the news a lot lately because of the tremendous savings they're offering lenders against uh, big monopolies, you know, monopolies like the work number uh, and by Equifax. And uh, 
you know, it's savings that lenders really need. I was just at the uh, MBA's IMB conference, and that was all that lenders were talking about. Uh, they were talking about the increasing cost for credit and the increasing cost for verification. Those were the two main topics. And if you look, I did a, a post recently on LinkedIn, and if you look at how much they've raised prices, it's, you know, it's Robert Barron profits that they're, you know, if you look at the stock actually for companies like FICO and you look at them out over the, over the last year or so, when they raise prices, they raise prices by 400% and their stock's gone from like 400 to $1,200 a share. So, uh, you know, lenders are feeling that. Lenders are definitely feeling that. They were upset at, at the conference and they're looking for alternatives. And Truve has come along right at the right time right now. And, you know, we're just really fortunate right now because we have some fantastic uh, clients. You know, we have gone past that stage where a business is just pioneering, a lender is just pioneering a, a new technology. And we're becoming, we're fastly becoming mainstream. And uh, we have fantastic clients like KP who are helping us do that. Before I bring KP in, why do you feel like PRMG is a good uh, client testimonial to, to share with the public? What, what's it been like working with them? Oh, fantastic. I love the PRMG team. Uh, and KP himself is is fantastic. I mean, he's so well-known in the industry. If you don't know KP, go look. Go on LinkedIn and, and subscribe to his alerts. You won't get uh, a better, um, I, I don't think you'll get a better take on the mortgage industry than the updates that he gives. But his team is fantastic. They're very responsive. I love clients that uh, nitpick on details. You know, a lot of vendors don't want to hear from clients. We love hearing from clients. And we hear from BRMG a lot about things that, you know, things that they love and things that they don't like. I, usually, they, you hear a lot more about things that you know, here's how we think it could be better. And, and we become better as a result. So I love working with uh, PRMG and the company is just, my uh, Truve is really excited that we're a partner. Well, let's bring in KP. And I should say, before I start, my like one goal in life, I want to be a one name wonder, like LeBron, Kobe, Serena, <laughs> KP. <laughs> like, how, <laughs> what, what's the key to success, big dog? How'd you get to, to one name wonder? Well, well, first of all, you can blame your father because your name is easy to pronounce. Okay, so Chrisman, right? So, so Robbie, Rob. You, I mean, you, you got to throw in Chrisman. Nobody can say my last name, and to be honest with you, I don't want to torture them. So, we just go by KP. And and by the way, I started. You Google it, and it comes up with Korea pop music, which is not, <laughs> it's not, it's not the look I was going for. So I have a huge following online. I have to overcome. Um, but yeah, I you know what I I go on LinkedIn because you know the the Christmas, uh legacy isn't there. It's the only place that I can hide out and actually uh, uh, create a a following. Um, no, all, all kidding aside, I mean I you know I enjoy collaborating and helping. I mean I'm I'm inspired by what True is doing. I'm inspired by what you know uh, Robbie, what you and your father have built. Um, you know, information is so uh, addicting. You know, it's it's you know if it's put out in a form, it's you know, uh, easily digestible. Um, although I, I will admit I, I do ramble for 10 full straight minutes. It's not that easy to digest, but, um, some people like it. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I just like to help, you know, you ask me for help. I'm going to help you. That's kind of how I'm built. And, and I think a lot of people in this business are servant leaders. And so we're all here to serve and just help each other get better and grow. There's plenty of business to go around. And, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's, uh, that's my whole mantra. Well, in addition to helping out, Truve, you're certainly helping me out today by being on here. I appreciate having you. And and there's several things I want to talk about, but let, let's start with the value propositions of working with Truve. Uh, 
you know, some that I know cost savings, there's data quality, you get an accelerated loan cycle. What's been big for PRMG uh, partnering with Troop? Well, this, this was the, the pleasant surprise. I mean, you know, we're, um, we have partners that we, uh, you know, struggle to integrate with, and we have partners that are technologically and, um, you know, um, developmentally skilled and experienced. And so, um, I can name a bunch of them, but you know, I'll just stick to to true today. Uh, when I met Carol, which was at one of the technology shows in Vegas last year, we we're sitting down. He's their CEO and founder, just having an espresso martini, just talking. Man, he worked at Ethereum, helped develop that. He helped. He and his team uh, worked at Carta. So, if anyone's ever done any kind of investment, venture capital, um, he's got a fantastic product guy that was at Apple. Who also like you gives me crap for my Android phone, um, and but you know we call the truce. He does understand that I just don't like to be controlled or be assimilated. Um, but I'm not an Apple hater. I'm a I, I can have two diametrically opposed thoughts in my head at the same time and still function. Um, huge Apple supporter since '04, and uh, think about the way Apple creates the ease of use for us. The pleasant surprise for True was just how easy. In advance, the tech was to use. My 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 um, strategic operations team and business analysts and all of them, they're all like, man, they, you know, their tech's really good. So that was that was just a complete bonus. In addition to you know all the things you mentioned about cost savings and and structuring um, new ways to do verifications. So I have a couple items I want to run through down the the checklist here. A big discussion point in the industry uh, has been around reps and warrants. Uh, I know True provides some relief there. Can you give us a little color on that? I, I, I'm pretty sure they're approved of Freddie Mac. Um, I think Fanny's on the way. Maybe Richard, you'd be better. Uh, chime in, Richard. I think you got big news, timing, for, right? Some timing on that. Well, Freddie Mac, Freddie Mac, we had approval in uh, December, and Fanny is imminent, imminent, imminent. So, if I would say anybody listening is is uh, is interested in True and interested in having True with. Day one certainty from Fannie. I would say just reach out to your Fannie rep, and they'll give you very clear uh, timelines of when to expect it. And when I say in a minute, it's coming right up. So I can't. So, I can't give an exact date. I wish I could. <laughs> KP, maybe maybe talk about the uh, importance of having verifications uh, with a vendor that's been AIM approved with Freddie or has day one certainty with Fannie. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I get asked a lot in in these podcast discussions, like, what's the What's the biggest tech innovation that's happened um, that you can recall? And I always say the same thing. I say it's when Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac opened up uh, the rep and warrant ecosystem. You know, they were really working on it for for years prior to um, Rocket Mortgage launching it at Push Button Get Mortgage on the Super Bowl commercial in 2016. But in 2015, they were working on Day One Certainty at Fannie Mae and they were working on AIM uh, at Freddie Mac. And uh, that opened up just, I mean, think of everything, points of sale, getting information to flow, getting people to think, wow, if I go down this path of trying to be truly data-driven in our entire process or processes, that not only is it fruitful from an efficiency, efficiency standpoint, but who we sell our conforming loans to, who it's backed by, the GSEs, they're behind it so much so that they're enabling it and they're offering rep and warrant relief. Um, you know, less repurchases, which was a huge topic of discussion last year. Um, being able to go to, uh, you know, all of our originators and go run this data 
every single time you do a loan. Imagine a world where you don't have to ask borrowers to go get all pages of a bank statement, including the one left intentionally blank. We've seen all the memes about it. Go get your tax returns. Go get your W-2s, pay stubs. Imagine a world where all that comes through and um, everything's slick. And so uh, that's what we're shooting for. That's what we're pushing for. And this is part of that process and those goals. I mean, you're leading me very well into the next discussion point, and that's borrower experience in general. I feel like we're this is a huge focus of the whole industry. You know, customers in everyday life, whether it's Tesla or Amazon or insert tech company, expect seamless processes. They expect an enjoyable experience. The mortgage industry has been, or getting a mortgage has been equated with going getting a root canal or going to the dentist for decades and decades. But I think that's really changing. And so uh, with a consumer permission platform, you talk a little bit about what borrower experience is like. Yeah, you know our our first time home buyers are um, well, they got down to about thirty three in age. Um, then rates shot up to eight percent last year, and that average went up to thirty six. But you're still you're still skewing in the millennial bracket, and they are willingly giving you their information for a faster, you know, uh, better, faster, cheaper process in that order. And all three, no longer is it. Pick two, right? Um, and and saying cheaper first because price isn't everything. Speed shows you care. I mean, if you're a client, speed shows that you care about that client. You care about their time. You care about their life and and everything they want to do with that time. And so I I, I heard that from uh, actually from a gentleman. Um, it was a lecture I, I saw about four years ago. He helped create the Genius Bar at Apple. Hat tip to you, and also helped create the buying experience at Tesla, which. There's no haggling. There's no sitting around waiting, which is horrendous. I mean, if you still buy a car like that, I'm telling you, like that part is horrendous. Getting ripped off by a dealership when you just go to Tesla, and which you know, I, I you know, proud owner, like you said, uh, say proud. I try, I try to use the word pride because it's a deadly sin, but um, I'm happy that I went through that process because it was I didn't have to haggle. I'd have to barter four and a half years ago when I got that car, and and so I I just I I agree with you. I mean. Clients are skewing younger as first-time home buyers, and they just want that seamless process, frictionless process, and uh, it's 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 demanded of them. You don't don't even get me started. I recently picked up a new car, and the dealership knew I was coming to pick it up. All the paperwork coming squared squared away. They left me in the lounge for forty-five minutes, sitting there waiting for them to come. To it was terrible. <laughs> so, I'm with you, uh, Richard. I want to bring you back in here. A little bit and uh i'm gonna throw out a catchy phrase and i want you to expand on it and that would be re-verify no pre-verify what what can you tell the audience i think you're referring to re-verifications and uh re-verifications are are a big deal in this industry i mean i think the, the biggest monopoly the biggest competitor for verifications in this space they charge every single time you do a verification they don't just charge uh, the main primary borrower they charge when their spouse also gets it, does their verification for income and employment. And then, you know, 10 days before close, they also charge for, again, for those verifications to happen again. I mean, if you have a, a mistake on the account, let's say you're, whoever's running the verifications on your team does a mistake, there you go. There's more cost added. You can, I've heard uh, scary stories, stories where a file has cost $500 in verifications because people click, click the button once or twice accidentally. Uh, and so, you know, there's a lot of training that goes on with teams to make sure that people know when to run the verifications properly. But I think the main thing that you're trying to get a point, the, your point across is one of the reasons that uh, lenders really love Truve is that 
there's free free re- re- verifications. You can run verifications as many times as you want leading up to the to the loan close. We're not trying to nickel and dime people. We have uh, same fair price that we're offering everybody. It's eighty percent off the the big now uh, monopoly in the industry. And um, you know you can you can run your business the way you know that it should be run without having to not try not to do uh, re-verifications to try and save costs. Before I let KP take us out of here, what are the best next steps for people that listen to this and say, hey, that sounds like a pretty intriguing value proposition for my company today? I mean, here's how I look at it. Um, like anything in life, you, there could be something really amazing out there that you could be using right now. And so I think, you know, if you hear someone like a peer, like a KP, don't listen to me, but listen to one of your peers that are out there. And you can even ask the troop team if you want to talk to uh, 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 another peer. We have plenty of very happy clients that would be uh, willing to tell you about their experience. And so if you're sitting on the fence or you're thinking about whether you should reach out, just reach out, learn for yourself, see how it fit with your business and your how it would integrate with your LOS, with your POS, um, and how your specific business model would work. And we can always connect you with a peer. All right, KP, take us on out of here. I feel like you could hype me up for anything. You could hype me up for a, a attorney discussion at an IMB conference in New Orleans by, you know, <laughs> doing lower. No, give us, give us the, why should people go to Troop today? Uh, take, take us home. I, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting with them after IMB. I flew straight from New Orleans to Miami <clears throat> and spent a night with them. Uh, we had an advisory uh, board meeting. It's a big brainstorming session. Like, what are some things we can work on? What are some things we can do to improve together. And what was exciting for me as uh, a C-level, uh, you know, executive, just trying to grow our business and make sure that, you know, costs are down and whatnot. Um, you know, imagine an ecosystem where you only need a true. That's it. I mean, imagine that. I mean, think about the, 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 the cost savings there. And so uh, they actually have some clients that are doing that. They've cut out all the other vendors completely. And so uh, again, I mean, look, this isn't a charity. We all run a business here. Last year and a half was tough. We are expecting the second half of the year to be better. Rates have already come down pretty significantly from their 8% peak. So we got a nice little glimpse of how it's going to be, right? The Fed has stated as of December 13th, they're going to do 75 basis points in cuts this year. So we know revenue is going to come back in. Hopefully margins come back in. It's not as compressed as it was. We start to see a little more uptick um, in the easy business, the refi business. For those of us, that are all in those of us that are still trying to invest in our business and, you know, not trying to sell out, not trying to shut down, not trying to mothball. You know, there's a lot of people taking different approaches, but um, you know, you still need to be investing in new ways to do business, ways that are you know innovative, cost-effective, frictionless, better for your bar experience and all the above. So yeah, it's, it's a labor of love and the last year and a half was tough, but um, we've already seen the light the other tunnel here coming. So uh, yeah, 2024 is going to be a great year, definitely a growth year. And this kind of initiative is one of those things that has to be part of your growth, uh, you know, projections. Love to hear it. Thank you both very much. Cheers. In a free market, prices of assets are set by supply and demand. And right now we're seeing more selling in the bond markets. The U.S. Treasury sold $16 billion in 20-year bonds to record poor demand regarding the high yield tailing the when issued yield yesterday. For fundamental news, There was some brief volatility in reaction to the release of the minutes from the January FOMC meeting. Minutes showed that several participants expressed concern about financial conditions becoming less restrictive than appropriate, 
which could fuel demand and halt the progress dampening inflation. In addition, most policymakers acknowledged the risks of cutting the Fed funds rate range too quickly. Remember that consumer prices jumped in January, stalling both recent progress against inflation and hopes that the Fed would start dropping rates sooner rather than later. In the words of Bank of Oklahoma's Chris Maloney, there are many who believe we are soon to bathe in the warm glow of renewed easy money. End quote. Though yesterday's action again reduced rate cut expectations by a bit, with the Fed Fund's futures market now implying less than a 1 in 3 likelihood of a cut in May. The market still expects that the initial cut will be made in June, though the implied probability of that move also continues to fall. The Fed wants greater confidence that inflation is moving sustainably down to 2%, and the street is finally digesting that message. Now, should things in the Middle East go from bad to worse, all forecasts are off the table. Today's busy economic calendar kicked off with the Chicago Fed National Activity Index for January and weekly jobless claims, which registered at 201,000, lower than anticipated, down from 213,000. There were 1.862 million continuing claims. Later today brings S&P Global Flash February PMIs, existing home sales for January, Treasury month-end supply, Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey, and at least five Fed speakers. After the initial spate of news, agency MBS prices are roughly unchanged from Wednesday night. The 10-year is yielding 4.34, after closing yesterday at 4.33%, up around half a percent since year-end, and the highest since November, and the 2-year is at 4.71%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. There are some things that used to hurt my back, like jumping off garages, crashing my bike, falling out of a tree, diving into shallow water, or contact sports. And there are things that hurt my back now, like sneezing, washing the dishes, reaching for the cereal, tying my shoes, replacing my car battery, and rolling over in bed. Just saying. Thanks again to this week's podcast sponsor, Truve. Truve lets applicants verify income, employment, assets, insurance, and switch direct deposits. Unlock the power of open finance with Truve. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.